Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. You're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Gemini season in 2021. Something new we're trying out this season is transcriptions. If it works better for you to read than listen, you can now find the written text for your horoscopes at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscopes section. Embodied Astrology horoscopes are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. You can find more information about the extended content subscription in the show notes or on our website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Hello Aries, welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for Gemini season, May 20th through June 20th, 2021. My name is Renee. I am the astrologer here at Embodied Astrology. I am a somatic movement educator and embodied intuitive, and I blend these practices and perspectives with the language of astrology. As you listen, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Take what works and leave the rest and make the meaning that is most meaningful for you. I always recommend that people listen or read horoscopes for their sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Okay, well, you may have heard through the networks, through the grapevine, that Gemini season is also eclipse season this year. And along with the eclipses that Gemini season is bringing, we also have a couple of retrogrades coming up. So in general, Gemini as an energy brings change and mutability. It is a sign that really appreciates variety and options. It likes to look in multiple directions at the same time. And combined with retrogrades and eclipses, we get a lot going on. For you, Gemini holds the part of your chart that has a lot to do with your mind, with the ways that you receive and perceive information, how you articulate and translate information, and then what you do with it, how you communicate it and share it with others. When it comes to giving and receiving information, you are at a point of change in your life. You may be discovering that there are new modes of communication that are working better and differently for you than other modes of communication you're more habituated to um, or have been more, um, you know, invested in in the past. There may be new influences that are helping you uh, learn these new modes of communication. And when I say communication, I'm including listening and hearing and perception as well as your words and the information that you're putting out into the world. So there may be influences coming in that are helping you to learn, to listen, to perceive differently, to translate information differently, to look at your own habits of perception and understand those habits or those modes from a different perspective. And then your communications are changing, how you talk to people um, and interact with them are changing. And it's a good thing. This is an evolutionary moment for you. And it is really a time to get curious about curiosity and learning and the giving and receiving of information. So the first 10 days of Gemini season from May 20th until pretty much uh, the end of the month are uh, days, it's a span of time in which you may have 
both a lot of breakthroughs, mental perceptive breakthroughs, as well as confusion, overwhelm, and fog. Sometimes they can go together. Uh, confusion can actually be clarifying sometimes, um, especially when it pushes us to develop other modes of perception. So if we feel confused, uh, it is one of, you know, one thing that we do when we feel confused is it's like, <laughs> if you ever look at a person who's experiencing confusion, they, they'll do a funny thing with their face, right? Like they might like furrow their brow or close their eyes or look at something, you know, and it pulls their head forward. They cock their head to the side and it's like, what am I looking at? What am I hearing? What am I feeling? And what confusion does is it creates an inner questioning. And in the moment of confusion, it feels confusing, but the process of confusion, if we think about it as a process, can often help us to go deeper somewhere to ask questions we may not have asked if we felt more clear. Um, it can help illuminate other modes of perception, other channels of perceptive capacity, and it can instigate conversations that may not otherwise have happened. So I want to encourage you in the first 10 days of Gemini season and definitely throughout the season in its entirety to take note of when you feel confused because confusion during the season is actually a gateway for you. It's a little bit of a portal. It's not something to feel upset about. Like if you feel confused, um, and again, I know it can be uncomfortable to feel confusion, but if you feel confused, try and view it as an opportunity to shift perception and to open up new channels of perception for yourself. This is also a period of time in which you have a lot happening internally and what's happening for you internally is shifting how you're perceiving translating, articulating, and sharing information. There's growth uh, right now for you that is pretty significant in your inner world. I would say that you're getting more in touch with some deeper patterns that may have been unconscious up to this point. Your capacity for sensitivity to yourself, to your inner body, to your intuition is growing and it's expanding. And this means that you may feel confused when it comes to the ways of relating, behaving, and communicating that you're habituated to because intuitively um, or through your sensitivity, you might be wanting to have a different kind of relationship with information, with connection, with communication. You might find that you want to share uh, your inner experience in different ways. You might find that you have increased capacity for perception and sensitivity towards others. And now you need to find a language to describe what you are tuning in with. This is supported, this kind of process is supported when you take the time to attend to your inner world and when you don't rush to communicate or try and make sense of things. Over the course of Gemini season, it's important for you to take time to connect with your inner body, with your inner landscape and intuition. And I don't know about you, but for me, this means that I need rest and solitude and quietness and some space away. 
That could be a challenge because it also looks to me like Gemini season is bringing busyness into your world. There are a lot of details floating around. You might have many different things that you're trying to organize and attend to and figure out. I can guarantee you that you will have an easier time organizing, attending, and figuring things out if you let yourself rest. That can seem counterintuitive at times, especially when there's a lot that's going on. If there are strategies that you could employ to help you with this, it would probably be helpful because I don't think you need another thing to think about. So one suggestion is to, for the span of time that is Gemini season, May 20th to June 20th, commit to taking minimum 10 minutes a day to really tune in with your inner self. 10 minutes a day is not much. You can do it first thing in the morning, last thing in the day, whenever you want. You can make it longer for sure. But in that 10 minutes that you safeguard for yourself, that you commit to, clear your space, clear your inner space. Breathe, listen to the sound of your breath, feel the sensation of your breath as it moves through your body, and just do a check-in with yourself. That is all you need to do. It's super simple. And sometimes the simplest things are the most complex. Tune in with yourself, not with your brain, not with all the busyness and the the to-do lists that are probably rocketing around your brain, Um, but tune in with your inner landscape, tune in with your heart, tune in with your spirit, tune in with your body. Just try and be present and notice what is there. Language can sometimes be a deterrent to to real presence. And so I would actually advise you to not try and explain or analyze or describe even to yourself what you're experiencing. Sensory, emotive, intuitive awareness is what you're going for. You don't need to know what it is in your mind that you're perceiving in your body or in your inner landscape. If you use your hands to touch your body wherever you feel increased sensation, so for example, if you take your 10 minutes to tune in and you notice that there is the experience of anxiety in your belly, as an example, take your hands and rest them on your belly. Breathe into your belly and just tune into the sensation that's there and ask your inner body, ask the sensation what it needs. What the need is, again, may or may not come in language. It could come as a feeling. It may need you to just be present. The more time and space you can give to yourself to integrate or connect the distance between your logical mind and your intuitive self or the part of you that thinks in language and the part of you that senses in all your different sensory capacities, the better. And I think that this is really going to help you clarify mentally what you need to be focusing on because your focus is a big point of focus right now. Your attention What are you focusing on? What do you want to be focusing on? You have a lot of things that are asking you for attention. Not all of them are worthy of your attention or places where you want to invest your attention. And so you need to have intention. 
You need to know what it is that your priorities are and then make the space to attend with them. May 23rd, Saturn stations retrograde in the sign Aquarius. For you, this is an opportunity to examine some of your plans for the future and projects or efforts that you are involved with that have a more long-term arc. Saturn will be retrograde until October of this year, and its retrograde shadow actually extends all the way into early January in 2022. This tells me that you are involved in some kind of long-term process, and you have been involved in it all year so far. You are trying to create something that will support you in the future. This could be a specific project or process. This could be work that you're doing in your relationships, through friendships, and through your larger social networks. It feels like you're trying to build a structure for yourself that can support and sustain you in new and different ways. And you need to attend to the structure thoroughly with care and with carefulness. This is a time that you are supported to look back at the work that you have done or the process that you have been in and consider where there need to be refinements and adjustments. You may need to go back to certain elements of your project or your process, redo some things, research some options for your upcoming efforts, etc. If your plans at this time feel blocked or if you aren't sure where you're headed or if it feels like things are slowing down, take that as a sign that you need to slow down. Not everything needs to be in forward motion all of the time and there's a good possibility that something that you're working on right now needs some kind of attending or refinement so that it can actually grow and become the lasting, sustainable thing that you're trying to build. On May 26th, there is a full moon and lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. This eclipse occurs at five degrees of Sagittarius. If your Aries placements are in the early part of the sign, this eclipse is especially supportive for you. And if you have any natal placements in the early degrees of Sagittarius or Gemini, Pay attention to them because those energies are going to figure into the meaning of this full moon. This is a time for you to be releasing outdated ideologies and worldviews. If you were raised, and we were all raised, in conditions that are supremacist, hierarchical, uh, fundamentalist in some way, question them. How do you want to see the world? How do you want to view the world? You have been taught to see it and view it through the lenses of familial, societal, historic conditioning. And these conditions in many ways, not in all ways, but in many ways, have been built by dominant powers. And do you want to adopt them? Do you want to internalize and embody them? For example... If you think that you have to have a particular kind of job to be a particular kind of person, to have a particular kind of life, why do you think that? Who taught you that? Who told you that? There are value systems in place in the world that have been created by powers that oppress and exploit and extract rather than support and uplift and integrate or participate with the interconnections of life. 
I think we're moving into a time on the planet when we have to really be responsible to our interrelatedness. And it feels to me like your chart wants this right now. It wants to let go of ideas that keep you separate. It wants to let go of fundamentalist attitudes. It really wants to let go of the idea that there is one right way. Any place that you find yourself confronting ideas of supremacy, that's a place to get really curious. Why do you think that such and such is better than such and such? Where have you internalized ideas of supremacy? Whether that's white supremacy, male supremacy, cishet patriarchal supremacy, economic supremacy. Are there value systems that separate the world into different pieces, into hierarchies? That's not actually how the world works. This beautiful planet and incredible universe that we live in is all interweaving. Everything is everything. How can you be more attuned and aligned with everything? You have to really invest in what you are, in your essence, in your own being, in your own truth, and let go of other truths, truths that have been given to you, truths that have been formed by whoever, by whatever that was trying to maintain power. May 29th, Mercury stations retrograde in Gemini. Mercury is the planetary ruler of Gemini, and Gemini rules the part in your chart that is associated with Gemini for everybody because you are Aries, and therefore your chart is um, what's called a natural chart. So we have Gemini's influence in the third house, and Gemini is the third sign. For you especially, all of the precautions that you hear all of the time about Mercury retrograde are worth taking into consideration. Don't get freaked out and scared. You don't need to stay home and do nothing, but it is definitely worth your while to check and double check and triple check all of your communications before you send them out. Don't rush to communicate anything. If you feel a sense of urgency, skepticism, uncertainty, or confusion, that is a clue that you want to slow down, that you want to give something the time and the space and the process that it needs. There may be information that is missing that you do not have. And so if you find yourself making judgments about anything right now that feels significant, that's going to lead to some kind of important decision, if at all possible, Put those judgments on the table, put the decisions on the back burner, try and give things time, get the information that you need. Mercury will be retrograde until June 23rd, but its shadow extends until July 7th. If there are important decisions that you're trying to make, I would highly recommend that you give yourself at least until the end of June. In particular, communications uh, with friends and colleagues should be looked at, and anything that you're putting into writing really needs the time to um, get edited, to get looked over, um, contracts that you're signing, agreements that you're making, decisions you're trying to make, etc. Again, give everything time. The last couple days of May, the first couple days of June, bring emphasis into very personal spaces in your chart, infusing these spaces with emotion. 
There are possibilities or potentials for deeper connections for you at this time, for more emotional transparency and connectedness. This is a time to reach out to family, to reach out to beloved friends, to connect with partners in new ways, uh, to open up channels for vulnerability, for intimacy, and for trust. The last couple weeks of Gemini season from June 5th until the 20th bring a lot of emphasis on the changing nature of this season that Gemini speaks to that is emphasized with the eclipses this year. During this period of time, in general, the atmosphere is pretty charged and there is a lot of stuff going on for a lot of people. Uh, so the first thing that I'm going to say is, again, Move slowly, try not to rush to any kinds of decisions. Notice if your energy is fluctuating, if you move back and forth between expansion and contraction states, totally normal. Try not to believe that anything is going to be final. You know, if you're having a really bad day and you feel super contracted, it's highly likely that the next day you're going to have a breakthrough and feel really expansive. So nothing is permanent, everything is temporary. Be as present as you possibly can be with what's happening as it's happening and really try and show up for whatever's happening with your presence. And if you're present, that means that you're not reacting. You are not making judgments based on the past or worrying about the future. You're really trying to show up with a clear mind and an open heart. You're trying to pay attention to what's going on in your inner body, your inner landscape, um, and not get pulled into you know, the reactive patterns, reactive habits that we can so easily get pulled into when things feel intense. June 10th, there is a new moon and solar eclipse in Gemini. This is an eclipse that's conjunct with Mercury retrograde. So <laughs> in that period of time, the couple days leading up to and after, and certainly the two weeks between the eclipses from May 26th to June 10th, it kind of feels like you're getting a major systems upgrade or something. It's like you're going through all of the files in your consciousness and you're looking for outdated data. And when you find it, it's getting thrown in the trash, <laughs> deleted. And this is what we want. And also, while this is happening, it can feel really confusing. So again, if you feel confused, notice how confusion opens up space for deeper clarity. And around the 10th of June, try and be as present as you possibly can be in your perception, in the layers of your perceptive consciousness and awareness. Work with your breath. Work with any kind of mindfulness practice that can help you tune into the present moment. Look around your environment. See what you see. Pay attention to your sense organs and perceptions. Smell, hear, taste, touch. Notice the inner landscape. Notice how your body feels. Notice what's happening for you emotionally. Remember that all sensation is temporary. So be as present as you can as energy shifts and changes and don't rush to conclusions or make judgments or try and force any kind of energy. This is kind of an incredible time for you to be uh, making pretty big breakthroughs, I think, 
when it comes to your consciousness, when it comes to the ways that you want to be communicating, when it comes to your attention and your mental patterns and how you're absorbing information in general in the world. On June 14th, there is an aspect between Saturn and Uranus that's pretty important within the astrology of 2021. This is an aspect that repeats three times. The first time was in February, the second time in June, the third time will be in December. For you, this aspect speaks to, again, the shifting nature of your future plans. The idea that you are building something for, your, for yourself now that's going to carry you into the future. This could be a project or some kind of specific process. It could also be something that's more general in terms of how you want to be, what kinds of relationships you want to have, what communities you're a part of, and how you want to feel your energy manifesting in a larger way in the world. It's important for you at this time to look at your value systems and to understand what value you bring to the process, to the project, to uh, what you want to see in the world. You need to value yourself differently right now. And I think that you're awakening to something around that. You may have talents or skills that you previously ignored or didn't value, but you're recognizing that they actually have a lot of value and you wanna incorporate them more in the way that you are working and what it is that you are doing or trying to do in the world. This is also a time when you need to look at your resources and how you're using your resources and managing them. If you're thinking about future plans, how are you gonna get there? <laughs> Money is obviously a resource. It may mean that you're looking at different ways of spending your money or saving your money. It may mean that you are looking at a world that is shaped by extreme economic disparity and imbalance and thinking about how you wanna participate with recalibration of economic wealth. It may mean that there are other resources. There are plenty of resources that are not financial relationships, experiences, access. How are you positioning yourself to get what you need to do what you want to do? The day that the sun moves into Cancer on June 20th is the day that Jupiter stations retrograde in Pisces. This is an interesting moment. It speaks to a kind of space of expansion that I feel for you, um, is, is happening and starting to happen within your perceptive awareness. So I've been talking about intuition and how do you let go of the ways that you have been thinking or perceiving for a long time and kind of open up to new avenues and opportunities for perceiving um, information and growing in your consciousness. As Jupiter stations retrograde, the feeling that I get for you is that there's some kind of reorientation around your effort and the way that you want to be positioning yourself in your life, how you're holding space for your own energy, how you're holding space for relationships and other people. You have some decisions to make, I think, about how you use your time and energy, especially when it comes to social spaces, how you're interacting with friends, with community, with the world, with social media, with the internet. Where is your attention flowing? 
There are places where you are spending your time, energy, and attention that you do not want to be. Something needs to be shifted. Something needs to be adjusted. What is it? This is an opportunity for you to start to do that work, to clear up space for the kind of clarity and intuitive perception that you want to call in. All right, my friends, I hope any or all of that is helpful and interesting to you. If you want more information about your astrology, check out the 2021 Year Ahead reports. I've got them for all 12 signs. They're hour and a half long readings where I go over the major themes of 2021, the opportunities and the challenges with suggestions for how to work with them. For more astrology with me regularly, please become an extended content subscriber. You can subscribe by donation and you'll get my extended month ahead content that includes month ahead calendars with worksheets for learning how to apply astrology in your chart. You also get invitations to my twice a month subscriber only meetups and workshops where we work with the current astrology and our charts to learn experientially. If you appreciate this horoscope and this work, please support it. You can share it with your friends and family, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And of course, your financial donations are super appreciated. They sustain this work and the team that makes it possible. I'm wishing you all the best in Gemini season and beyond. Bye for now.